Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of We Could Talk About This All Day Long. Episode number 17, in fact. Wow. Wow. Good to see you, Lauren. You too, Kathy. We're here in person together, ready to talk about self-limiting beliefs all day long, or at least for the duration of this podcast. But before we get there, Lauren, let's just check in about our week. Oh, and let me stop. And I always think of a friend giving me a tip, like new people might be listening and not know who you are. So I'm in the organic flow of let's stop and talk about that for a minute and um, reminding everyone or letting you in that this is a podcast that is merely a conversation. Oftentimes we're unplanned because we're talking about what's come up for either one of us during the week and what's uncanny is that often they're similar topics Mm -hmm. that we're chewing on. Completely different context, completely different perspective, but we're often chewing on the same human topic. And I say human topic because these are areas of humanness, being human. And so that's what we're all about here. We could talk about this all day long. And Lauren, I'm going to turn it over to you. Tell us a little about yourself, and then I'll do that. And then I want to hear about your week. Okay. So I'm Lauren, um, one half of this podcast. And I am currently a sixth grade teacher by day and a social work student by night. Um, Kathy and I have both kind of proclaimed ourselves as introverts. I really enjoy talking one-on-one with people, but I'm not a huge fan of big groups. Yeah. Um, and I think that kind of sums me up. I think once I use the phrase that I'm kind of like an indoor cat. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Kathy, what I about you? I love that. I love that. Well, uh, so yeah, I, I'm an introvert as well, which not a lot of people first realized about me and I think I was for me I was so conditioned to be Mm -hmm. an extrovert and be sort of on and then it was really in COVID that I someone I work with said you are an introvert (laughs) and I said I am like yes thank you for seeing that but I wasn't necessarily seeing it in myself and it felt like this huge opening for me to just step into who I really felt I was, which is definitely, I like to connect with people. I And I also like to hermit, but I, I definitely like to connect with people and get inside and learn. Um, but I can also spend a lot of time in my head. And mm-hmm. when I say my body, that's the journey right now to get out of my head so much. Yes. Anyway, so then what a gift it is to get to be here with you each week and explore these parts of being yes. human. And so that's what we're all about. And Lauren and I, I too work full time for a nonprofit and um I have a really cool job where I work both in people operations and a little bit in finance. And the blend is just delightful for my brain. And then I also have a small coaching practice on the side 
where I really get to do also what I love, which is to listen and ask questions and support people in figuring out what's in their way from getting to point A to point Mm B. And that is work I love. So Lauren and I both choose to put a lot on our plates, hopefully not too much, but then we have this passion Mm -hmm. for being on here and exploring and I know my experience, Lauren, has been discovering a lot of ahas, listening to you, and just working through things oh together. Oh gosh, same. I feel like we typically record these on the weekend, and it's been a long week, you know, of work and life and things, and then coming into this little closet with you <laughs> always gives me so much more energy by the time we've done recording the podcast. Me too. And what Lauren means is we are recording (laughs) in a closet in my house with no windows and it's small and it's, I think it's just a super great recording studio. It is. I love it. (laughs) It's cozy too. So, all right. What's up this week? What went on? Well, this week, um, if you saw my Instagram post earlier in the week, we were talking about self-care and my self-care moment was taking a pause during my work day, during my planning period, and going to Starbucks and getting a very big ice cream tea. (laughs) It looked refreshing. (laughs) It was so refreshing. And so this week for me was all about just taking little moments to pause and, um, you know, if I was feeling overwhelmed, we're in kind of the last couple weeks leading up to a spring break, and so those can kind of feel like you're climbing a huge mountain. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And um, one other thing that I did this week that I haven't done in so long is I started cooking again. Oh. Yeah, I had taken a pause. We we talked about this a little bit on the podcast, just with um, how I've been feeling health-wise, and my husband kind of took over cooking for a while, which was awesome. But this week, I was like, I want to get back into it. We do, like, those box meals where, yeah, it's kind of inspiring. You get all different stuff that you normally wouldn't maybe, you know, cook on your own. And so I cooked most days this week. And And that felt really good. It felt so good. I love, I do love cooking when I'm in a state of, like, overwhelm or things are kind of stacked too high it's not something that relaxes me enough to want to do it in those moments but this week I don't know I just felt like I can handle this and I wanted to do it and it felt um it just felt good to be able to yeah cook an actual meal for myself what I'm curious about and I'll share too in a few but when Well, first of all, I so loved that photo of you with your venti. Is that what it is? I thought, that looks refreshing. But also, more, much more than that was this, I don't know if it was there, but I feel like I saw this joy in your face. And this, it was just illuminating. It was, for that's the word that just comes to me right now. Or you were illuminated, is what it looked like. And so I'm curious. I mean, I'm presuming, but it kind of sounds like cooking could be part of self-care, too. And I'm just curious, in a nutshell, what did that... Like, it felt good, but can you share anything about the experience of giving yourself? 
self-care. Oh my gosh. Well, speaking of the green tea, I was dragging that morning, so just getting myself to work was a huge thing. With a muffin. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, muffins have been helping still. (laughs) And then I got there, and my planning is pretty early in the morning, like, you know, within a half an hour of me getting to work. And so I was like, you know what, I'm just going to go do this. And it brought me so much joy. Such a small thing that was not even expensive um, and took, you know, 15 minutes out of my day. And I just felt like a new person when I came back to work. I was re-energized and I had a really good day with the kids. And I feel like that with cooking, too, of like that initial getting myself to do it feels really difficult but when I'm in the process, one, I just love it. Like, it is kind of meditative, you know, mm. chopping and whatever. And then getting to sit down with a meal that I cooked with my husband, it just, it did bring me energy. And it made me feel just kind of at peace, I guess. Love it's just that. a small, you know, moment of my day. But a small moment with a big impact. Yes, though, exactly. Of, like you said, it only took 15 minutes to go get the iced tea, yeah. and the impact was greater. You know, it, it, you gifted yourself with, yes, the physical example of tea. Right. More importantly, you gifted yourself with this time and space, and I'm taking this time out to reboot and reset and re-energize. Yes, just that pause in my day to take care of just myself and not be worried about anyone else. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, what about you? How was your week? Well, it was a good week. It was um, momentous in that I embarked on another turn around the sun. Um, My birthday was earlier this week, and... Birthdays are kind of a funny thing for me, I realize. Like, I want to celebrate it because mm-hmm. I'm so happy. I mean, truly grateful to be here. Yeah. Like, to be here on this earth with the people I love. Just even reducing it, like, to be here. <laughs> yeah, <literally laughs> And is. I sometimes get a little shy about, well, how do I want to spend my birthday? Mm-hmm. And so uh, this year I decided I want to ski, which is often what I want to do on birthday. And I really rad fact about the place I work is we get our birthday off. Whether you take it on your birthday or nearby your birthday, it's really a sweet deal. I love that. And so Monday was it. And um, two of my friends who have schedules that allow them to go ski too, we went up to our local mountain, which is about... 50 miles away on a two-lane road and truth be told conditions were not great and it was like overcast and a little misty a little snowy and conditions were not superb meaning like at first it was really hard packed and like ice rocks we laughed so hard and I wanted to kind of make our own clinic and one of my friends I was with, they're both wonderful skiers. One was in a clinic for the first couple hours. The other, we made our own clinic. And for me, it was about shushing, quieting down my shoulders so that just my upper body's really quiet and just really just your hips are... I'm not a ski teacher, so anyone, no need to correct me. But 
it, the idea is quiet upper body. Yes. And so we just had more fun while I was shushing <laughs> my upper shoulders, which is so representational, I think, for quieting my mind. And we'll talk about self-limiting beliefs, but I have them around physical things like, you know, and just really believing you can do this. And, yes. and I enjoy it than to push myself in challenging terrain and such. But it was just truly a joy-filled day. The sun, I kept saying, was like trying to break through. And I'm like, come on, baby. Come on, son. By the end, the the snow softened quite a bit. And then we went into Glacier. And I love, like every time after skiing, I love going to get coffee at this little place, the Wake and Bakery. It's just my routine after mm-hmm. skiing and maybe share a cookie with whoever I'm there with. And my other friend baked this delicious, speaking of muffins, she <laughs> called it a muffin cake. Oh, I've never heard of that. <laughs> well, she just named it that. And super, it was like healthy and so delicious. Apple spice. And we had it right there in the Wake and Bakery because oh. it was empty and had our coffees. And then they surprised me with these gorgeous earrings made by the owner of the Wake and Bakery. Oh my gosh. And that was like this whole serendipitous story. But um, I realized like, yeah, you allowed yourself to be showered upon and just be sung to. And not that I don't. Yes, I do do that. But just to allow it with openness and not like the deflective uh, but allow it felt really good and I realize I'm doing a play-by-play, but then got to go to a wonderful dinner with two other delightful friends. And so it was just really a glorious day. And I shared a picture of that day from after skiing. And um, I just felt nourished. And like, this is the word that's coming to mind. I hope it translates, but like busted through. Like busted through. Like I broke through something. I don't know what it was, but Maybe it just... a self-limiting belief. Yeah, it might have been. And the other part of this week has been good just in my coaching practice and um, some kind of great experiences maybe we'll talk about. But I had some noticing practice this week, like with my ongoing meditation learning, where... Um, I've really been taking the time to pause to ask myself, what am I experiencing right now in emotion? Like, for example, you know, I read an email from work and at first I was like, huh, hmm, hmm, oh, I'm feeling a little prickly. But rather than react, I just gave myself time with it and thought, why am I, why Mm -hmm. is that triggering that in me? And what it did is allow me to really... I don't know if that's a 180 or 360, but like look to myself and say, hey, open up. This is a great learning opportunity. And is it a really big deal? Nope. (laughs) Is it really personal? Nope. And then my mantra, which I'll talk about with limiting beliefs, is I just, and I'm talking aloud, as you all know, to myself. So then I just say, set it down. Mm -hmm. The moment, that's what really I can see without even sort of holding it as this major practice is a lot of when I notice this, I'm starting to laugh because we made up something on the ski lift I'll talk to, but 
the, when I notice myself going into some overthinking, mm -hmm. I'm really saying, whoa, wait, stop. You know nothing about this. Yes. Set it down. And so on the chairlift, I'm laughing because we thought about creating a university, the University <laughs> of Overanalysis. <laughs> and one friend was like the dean of the Honors College. And I'm the vice provost. <laughs> and my other friend was going to teach a course in making up stories or whatever it is. Yes, but we that. really had some good laughter about that. So, yeah, I think, and I'm reading a phenomenal book I'm going to yes. say aloud on here. I, I'm, I could have finished it middle of the week, but I'm literally like, okay, only read a few because yes, I don't want I've it to end. It's so beautiful. It's called What Looks Like Bravery by Laurel Breitman. I'll share it on our podcast, on our Instagram. Really beautiful book. So I think I feel like I've been in my heart space a lot this week and also practicing a lot of slowing down to just say, hey, let's check yourself right now. What are you experiencing? You don't need to react or even respond or rush to that. Just what's happening right mm -hmm. now. And, I love that. Yeah. I. It's so interesting because I work with 11 and 12 year olds and I can see so clearly when they need to do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, let's take a pause. You know, does that have anything to do with you? Are you, you know, making up the story? Um, is this a big problem or a small problem? And I'm so good at recognizing that in my students, but I'm still not as great, could be a self-limiting belief, <laughs> at doing that myself, you yeah. know, of taking those pauses. Well, let's dive in let's to that. Let's do it. So this is one of those examples where Lauren and I were texting and, oh, we could talk about this, we could talk about this, and then I think you came up with this, yeah. which I really love, um, because self-limiting beliefs I would make a hunch to say most of us have them. Yes. Um, you know, there's lots of reading one can do on where they come from. And, of course, therapy can help us discover that. But I think there are common ones so many of us share. So let's dive into, I'm going to just turn it over to you. Because okay. I love that. Like, talk more about that. Yes. That could be a self-limiting belief. Yeah, so the pausing, and okay, a few things. One, I am definitely an overthinker who does a lot of my own, you know, research and reading, and so I feel like in my head, logically, I know, you know, a lot of things, but the actual practicing of those things is more difficult. So, like, taking a pause when something is triggering like getting an email like you said um immediately i just go to a place of whatever it is anger or disbelief or outrage <laughs> and um and the other thing i think and i had talked to you about this a little bit right before we started recording is kind of making those things part of our identity almost um like well i'm not a person who can you know, take time to reflect before I respond to something. Like, I'm just saying that about myself. It's not inherently true. Um, I don't know if you have stories like that yeah. that you tell yeah. yourself. Yeah, and that's what I was going to interject. It's like, what a great example of 
this language of, which is helping me a lot everywhere and saying it all, like, oh, I'm making up a story that what I hear from you is, yeah, I'm making up a story that I'm a person who doesn't take time to reflect and pause. Mm -hmm. It's a story. It's totally a story. And when I was thinking about doing this podcast episode, there were so many that came to mind, and some of them are very seemingly small, I guess, um, but they're so interesting. So one is that I am a person who is always late, and that not did not used to be me. You know, back, I don't know when it started, but a long time ago, I was always a person who was 10 to 15 minutes early to things. And I don't even remember when that switch happened, but in my mind now, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm just, I'm that person who's always late. And there's no reason for that at all. It's just, and when you keep telling yourself that, it's going to kind of keep happening, I think, I would think anyway. Um, and so thinking about doing this podcast episode today, I was like, well, I'm going to be on time to Kathy's to record this podcast. And for the first time, maybe in the history of us reporting this, recording this <laughs> podcast, I was on time. You were actually early. I was early. Yeah. You were early, <laughs> which is great. Yeah. There was no problem with her being early. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's so funny how that's just a thing that has been in my mind. And then I think we just don't question it maybe is mm -hmm. what it is until I was thinking about this episode and thinking of those self-limiting beliefs. And I was like, well, I'm going to actually work on changing that mm -hmm. belief right now. And mm -hmm. that's kind of a small one. Um, there's others that have been, I think, bigger in my life. One is that I am a procrastinator. Mm -hmm. That's been a huge one since I was in high school, I think. So is the self-limiting belief I'm a procrastinator? Like, I can't not. I can't not be a procrastinator. Mm -hmm. So that's the self-limiting belief. Let's just dive in for one second. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. And so the self-limiting belief... I'm just a procrastinator. That's just how I am. Yes. I'm being theatrical yes. a little, adding spice to it. Yes. And the idea here is, what is a self-limiting belief? To me, it's what keeps us small. Yes. What keeps us behind a gate is what I picture, mm -hmm. or a wall. Totally. I want you to jump into of what yeah. you perceive it to be. And so this, that's just as much as I can do because my story is I'm a procrastinator. Exactly. Like I can't, and I'm thinking of the words that you used earlier, but in a different context, like bust through, like I can't bust through this. this and is even I, I can't bust through this. <laughs> is a self-limiting belief. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I think with procrastination, especially like, that has kept me in a state of kind of constant overwhelm and um, not able to kind of like think about other things because I'm always running up against a deadline um, and I'm not giving myself space to not procrastinate and then have space for other things in my life, kind of. Like my brain's always crowded by like, oh my gosh, I have to do this thing right now because I put it off and... Mm -hmm. And I've told myself some stories in the past of like, well, I just work better under a deadline or, you know, I can make it into kind of a positive, I guess. But that it's... is one of the tactics I actually <laughs> write about. Yes. And then I would ask like, and is that what you want? Right. Or I no. don't know. <laughs> it is not what I want because I'm constantly stressed out. Um, and so I think along with that is another really common one 
which is I don't have time. Yeah. I don't have time to exercise. I don't have time to hang out with my friends. I don't have time to learn something new. Um, that's a huge one as I'm spending, you know, two hours scrolling on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I can't possibly have time it to do other things. It feels good. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like all like self-limiting beliefs just kind of hold you back from living your, you know, fullest life, I guess. And yeah. Well, I think that's it. I, what interests me about this too, a long time ago on Instagram, well, we haven't been on there that long, but <laughs> a, a while back, I remember writing something about, I'm fascinated by the big callings mm -hmm. we can listen to, to do the big work in our lives. And I think it is not surprising if sometimes when we hear those big callings, the self-limiting beliefs of defeatism pop right up. Because I learned a long time ago in coaching training that when possibility gets big, like I'm going to do this thing, mm -hmm. you know, even us busting through and doing this podcast, right? we did it. We jumped in. And I know for myself, self-limiting beliefs, well, and who's going to listen to it? Right. Oh, we'll, or I'll never make it to this place in podcast reporting. I mean, it's irrelevant. Right. And I think it just rears up the self-limiting belief when possibility gets big. It To me, self-limiting beliefs, when we talk about keeping us behind whatever your visual is, a gate, a wall, a big, a big fence, yes. that I'd also, for myself, speaking for myself, push that like it keeps me super safe in a way. Even mm -hmm. if that safety doesn't feel good. Yes. It's like, oh, I don't have to do that thing that scares me. Exactly. And it's weird to think about, I think that there's this fear of being... I don't really like the word successful, but kind of, of like succeeding at something big. Like, that's scary. Yeah. I don't it really can know be. why, but that's how I feel about things. Like, and this could be another podcast episode, but kind of the self sabotage that comes with. Oh, yeah. Getting that. in your own way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I've been thinking about that. And um, so it's like to me, this juxtaposition of listening to Big Calling or listening to these self-limiting little voices mm -hmm. that can keep us very small by the way of language like, I can't do that, or I'll never do that, or no one will ever mm -hmm. like this about me, or love me in this way, or these are self-limiting beliefs. They're almost like, I love old sweaters, I'm a sweater <laughs> fiend. But I would say this is like putting on a sweater that is not one of your favorites, but you keep putting it on. Mm -hmm. You keep putting it on because it's right there. It's familiar. It's not really working. Yeah. And you just keep putting it on or else use me. I just keep putting it on. And, you know, I can look at so many that have showed up in my life. Sometimes it's about doing something physical. I shared that in climbing, like, oh, I can't do that. 
Well, maybe physically I haven't been able to something. Sure, that's mm-hmm. real, that's true. But what can I do to bust through at the level that I'm at? And believing that I can do that. Or skiing, which I'm so loving. I am not thinking so much in skiing, but to get better, it means crossing some hurdles. Mm-hmm. Being on steeper slopes that can intimidate me a little bit and going for it as best I can. It doesn't, I'm not in the Olympics, you know? (laughs) So to bust through that. um, Oh, sorry. One thing that's really big in elementary school is adding yet. So I can't do that specific climb yet. Yet. Yeah. We talk about that a lot. Yeah. And it's, you know, and I sort of, scan my life I think there are places that I went for it full on without thinking without just diving into fear and there are many other places where I maybe dip my toe in but I had a lot of protection wrapped around me Mm -hmm. and that probably is just you know that's therapeutic work of Where are the roots of this? And letting that fall away. I've had visions of myself. Like I see, I don't, you know, right now I'm in the spaces that I shared of, I know there's more out there that I want to do in terms of work I create, in terms of places I see, in terms of relationships I have. And... I don't know what any of it looks like. And right now I'm okay with that of just being with. The work is when the limiting beliefs come in of you won't have that. Mm -hmm. That's not going to happen. To It isn't, for me, it it doesn't do me any good if I bury them under a rug, Mm -hmm. right? But it's like letting them go by noticing the belief is there. Saying, oh, I see you. I see you. And I know you're trying to support me. It's actually not helpful when you try to stop me. And worse so, believing the story that isn't true. You know, that no one will, if you wrote a book, no one's going to read it. Right. (laughs) And I would never talk to someone else that way. So why do I want to hold myself back? Yes. Yeah. And... I love the end yet because I think if I were to write something, which writing is somewhere, it, it, I don't know what it looks like yet. So I'm not making any big declaration. <laughs> yes. I don't know what it looks like. I just see this work getting bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it looks like. So why am I going to put this barricade of it doesn't matter anyway because no one's going to want to access it or no one's going to want to read it. No one's interested in what you have to say. Those are stories Mm -hmm. that inhibit growth. Yes, and don't you think it sometimes, depending, but like in this scenario, it doesn't matter because the work itself is the thing that matters. Doing Writing the book or whatever is the thing that's that's going to help you grow and then the end result we don't really have control over 
which no. is scary. But <laughs> And I don't even know what it is right now, right. so I'd rather be with the freedom of yes. just being open and curious about what takes shape. And the other thing I was going to say, which we talked about in the beginning, this mantra of that I really love is set it down. So when I notice the self-limiting belief and I can feel it, I like that old sweater. I'm putting that thing on again that I know so well that's telling me to stop. Mm -hmm. And pausing and without judgment because that's the other big work in here is to hold ourselves in compassion. Oh, there's that hard thing showing up where I want to stop myself. It isn't to be punished or no. judged or shamed. It's like, oh, there's that thing again. Oh, I notice you. Yes. How could I hold it instead? And that's where pausing, saying what's so, mm -hmm. meaning, oh, I'm doing that thing again. Mm-hmm. And then I say aloud, set it down. I'm debating sharing something <laughs> pretty raw. I'm just in the moment with this, but you know, a place that shows up, I'm going to be vulnerable and do this because, hey, maybe it'll help somebody else. <laughs> exactly. Because people do really listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> you are really listening out there. Is and I'm going to add humor to it. I think I'm going to try because it's such a good story. So, again, on the chair left last week, this wonderful friend of mine, I've actually talked about on this podcast before. Um, we we're talking about um, potty training. They have a little one, and mm -hmm. she has a little one, and and just this um, process of mm -hmm. potty training you know, sort of organically and such. And <laughs> I laughed. I don't know which one of us, but I said, gosh, it's, or I think it was her, but whatever, I clung, clung whatever, clung on to it, which was, oh, this can be like date training. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not quite, you know, ready to be out there again, but I'm like dabbling, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, when I say I'm, there's nobody I'm dating or anything, but right. just like dabbling with the idea. In the idea, right? Yes. And this is a place, this is the vulnerable raw part where lots of self-doubt shows up for mm -hmm. me. Lots of old story, old, old story. Lots of self-limiting beliefs of no one whatever. This will never happen to me again. Mm -hmm. um, I'll never find someone as, you know. Mm -hmm so many limiting self-beliefs and <laughs> so we just got in this great role about to treat this like the steps of potty training I'm so, so curious how like, well, go together <laughs> I'm not going to get into all okay. the detail but the idea is like it's brand new okay. so you, you're getting the feel of just being out there and in potty training it's without pants and so no i'm not going around in public <laughs> without pants but that it could but, get you a date that could really quickly but it's the it's the practice of just be out there mm. just be out there and that's where i'm at is just like 
there's nothing happening and right. it's okay because what it's what the practice is just feel free to mm-hmm. be you yeah just feel free to be you there's going to be some accidents there's going <laughs> to be some trial and error yes. and also there's no rush about it but when i notice this is where i'm saying so many of these self-limiting beliefs arise I'm not going to say all of them because some of them are super raw, but in general, they're like what I shared. Yes. And to pause and say, that's just a story I'm making up. Mm -hmm. That's just a story I'm making up. And I don't, like, I, when I hear people I love saying self-shaming things to, I'm just, whoa, what? Let's pause because I'm doing the practice to set it down. When that negative speak comes in, set it down. And it's just that moment of pause is supporting me and slowing down in general. Mm-hmm. And not like I have to make anything all so right now. This is the learning to uh, free myself of these stopping beliefs. And I don't know that they ever go away, but maybe we get more skilled at noticing them and pausing and saying, whoa, is that a story I'm making up? Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes it is like, oh, I need to work on this in order to write better. Totally. Right? Or you like, oh, I could set... I mean, you were early today. I don't know what you did. I never think of you as late, by the way. No, no, I know. That's also a thing in my head, yeah. Right, they're going to think I'm late all the time. Right, yes. And so this slowing down and pause set it down. It's because these beliefs keep us small and away from busting through the possibility that we see. And it doesn't all work out. Like you said, like... I don't know what this writing thing is. It's just somewhere in my heart. And yeah. I don't know what it is. Maybe nothing. Right. But, like, if I never do whatever mm-hmm. pops up in me, <laughs> right. then I'll never know. Yeah. yeah. And I, I heard somebody say to ask yourself, like, what would happen if this all worked out? Or yeah. something like that. Yeah. You know, like, what would happen if this idea, this feeling about writing, you know, took full flight? You know, and just instead of what if this happened and this happened and that happened and what if no one read it and what if, you know, it's like what if it all happened exactly the way it should or will? Oh, yeah. Even and and now, you know, just even allowing the space of I don't know. I don't know if it's writing. I don't know if it's this growing. I don't I don't know what. But like there's something I can't touch. That I can feel. So the beauty is being open to whatever that thing is. Exactly. I do have a vision. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to keep saying it. That we do a live yes. episode this summer. Yes. That vision I am on board with. Yeah. Yeah. So that. And if we have self-limiting beliefs about that. Yes. We can practice saying them out loud. Yes. And, and setting just, them down. Yeah. And, and quieting them down. Setting them down. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so if any of you out there have any thoughts about the live show or, like, what that could look like or where it could be, let us know. Yeah, let us know. And keep it coming with 
your ideas or topics you'd like us to talk about. Uh, we may have a surprise. I'm not going to promise it yet, not because of a self-limiting <laughs> belief, because I just want to make sure it's all right, ready to go. Yes. But we may have a surprise for you, not yes. on this Monday's episode, no. but a week from now. Yes. Um, we may have a little surprise, and yes. we'll we'll let you know as we're... Yes, get closer as we to finalize. That. Yeah, as we <laughs> get closer details. to that. So I think we're at that spot where we I sign so. off. Yeah. And we thank you again for listening to us, sending you thoughts, good thoughts for a great week. Yes. Setting those self limiting beliefs down when you come across them. Taking good care of yourself, mm-hmm. holding yourself with love and compassion. Yeah. Yeah, and as always, you can email us ideas at um, info at we could talk about this all day long dot com on our Instagram at Lauren and Kathy Talk, or if you're friends of ours, which most of you I think are, <laughs> send us a text. Yeah, <laughs> with ideas and um, share it out, please. please yes, please, please share it out. If you're an Instagram user. Um, yeah, I'm openly asking. See, I'm knocking through a self-limiting yeah. belief of don't ask for help. Right. Um, please share it out. Share it on your stories if you like it. Right. <laughs> if you don't yes. like it, maybe you don't want to share. <laughs> totally. But if you do like it, please share it out. Um, and no matter what, I'm having so much fun doing this. Yes. This is a big light in my life right now. Definitely. So, Same. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you, Kathy. And thank you all. We will... See you next time. And happy spring. Yes, happy spring.